0: Break out.
1: So I get this little book on a hands. It's me. Okay, I've been reading it a lot, it. right. and it's about superstars, actors, actresses, you know, athletes, whatever. Okay, and it's like likes, dislikes, fun little fun facts. You remember that book, like uh, wooden teeth and jelly beans, or jelly beans and wooden teeth? Yeah, about presidents. Um, it's like that, but for superstars. And one of the sections is like how different people like to be woken up in the morning.
2: Oh, okay. Um,
1: and so the, my favorite one was um, Lady Gaga. Okay. Do you know how you wake Lady Gaga up? No. Pop up poker face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that joke is so bad. It reminds yeah. me of when I bought my first uh, igloo and my friends threw me a housewarming present. Now I'm homeless. <laughs>
2: For those listening, <laughs> I, had You're a, welcome. I had a terrible week, and Kevin is doing all he can to just make me smile, and it is yeah. working. You can't see, because we're not recording to YouTube live. Mm-mm. We're just doing the podcast, but it definitely got me to smile.
1: It was good. I'm glad, dude.
2: Uh, as we get started here, <clears throat> um, I, dev- I did want to call out... So we had a couple of people listening and it gave us some really good feedback. And, of course, I thank you. My sister was like, thanks for the shout-out for the hoodie. And I was like, you gave me a hoodie. Of thanks course. for the hoodie. <laughs> and my hoodie says Mad Libs and Lead with Empathy on it. Of mm-hmm, course, I'm going to mm-hmm. talk about it. But also, um, uh, one of our listeners, Adam, who's also a neighbor, uh, reached out. And he was like, hey, I heard your most recent podcast. It's You were right. It's no longer – food stamps, and I was like, oh, I am an
0: idiot, and
2: he said, it's Snap, Mm -hmm. and so Snap, and and then it dawned on me, I was like, Jason did tell me that back Mm -hmm. in the day, Uh, so Adam, thanks for that, but Adam also informed me, and this is something I didn't know, at the start of the new year, it's state run, but because of the social security additions, so social security was going up. Uh, they actually pulled back some of the SNAP funds. So it was based on your income, and like you got less SNAP funding, you know, less funds for your SNAP account if you were also on Social Security. Interesting. So your Social Security went up, but your funds for SNAP went down, which was hmm. to me. Bullshit, and of course I. For the record, thanks for for sharing it. Yeah, and I, and I think I, I, of course thanked him for sharing that that information, and then immediately went on a curse-laden rant about how fucking bullshit it is that our government that sounds, does
1: this. That sounds uh, pretty true to character for you.
2: <laughs> All on Facebook Messenger back and forth. So, um, for those listening, definitely. Reach out and yeah. uh, you know. Feel free to correct us on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, give a little bit of your insight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also let us know you're listening. It was it was just really nice. You know, it, we, you and I will talk metrics metrics about the podcast, mm-hmm. but those are just numbers, and our listeners aren't just numbers to us. Correct. You know, it's a community, and so it's really nice to hear from people and say like, Hey, yeah. listen to the most recent one. Here's what I thought or Hey, you should fucking give up. I won't, but
1: <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. But at least I know you listened. Yeah, you know it's funny that you say that too because you you remember Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he he me.
2: treated me like a hero the time I He's saw him great. again. I He's it.
1: great. Well, he sent me a text message this morning. Yeah. Um. And it was a, a cool marketing idea that he wants us to do. Okay, I'm in. Uh, and it involves us going to a bar. This is the, I'm paraphrasing Ryan. I know you're listening. Okay. So uh, don't worry. I'll explain it in detail to Brian afterwards. Okay. But we kind of like go to a bar, rent out a little space. Um, I actually know a bar down the street where we could do this. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That work, makes sense. I work there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, have like an interactive kind of podcast so we invite everybody in you know people can grab drinks that they want to uh, maybe we could have a small spread okay, um, I'm in. and then yeah interactive podcast so we'll do that you know we can have as many people as we, we want I he, he did bring up a little bit later on because we texted for a little while that maybe doing smaller numbers at first um, but just getting people interactive if they want to come on we could have a third microphone um, it was a great idea. I like it's it. A fun, it was a fun I idea, like too. I like it. Um, you know, and it could be low cost. You know, and, and another thing is, too, you know, if we don't want to pay for the space, um, we can always do some sort of, you know, your house, my house, whatever house. Yeah. Brian's Brand Scratch Studios, barbecue. We've often said that. We still need to do it. It's too if cold. We, if we could do, yeah, well, you know, whatever. Don't... <laughs> Don't, don't be a, don't, don't be a ba- on my dreams. Don't yeah. Don't be a baby, Brian. <laughs> this is your time of year, buddy. Yeah, you are at you are one with the world right now. One uh, with the universe.
2: I was really heated up. Mm-hmm. I think I told you a little bit about this, but yes, I've been seeing. So for those of you listening, you're probably if you haven't received it, you will be receiving soon. Your W two, mm. and so the talk of the town is going to be taxes recently. It, sure. Is. And it's always an interesting time because no one likes paying taxes. Hopefully, you're getting a refund. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I usually get a refund because I I prefer to overpay than underpay and Correct. then have to pay at the end of the year. I'm like, here, government, take this out as a loan, use still, it wisely, and then pay me a refund back at the end of the year.
1: I still claim zero.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, so when you pay your taxes and then get a refund, essentially you were giving a loan out and you collected no interest because they utilized that money, correct, and then give it back to you. So
1: if what can you, I say I'm a giving guy,
2: well, if you do zero, isn't that that means you're not
1: you're, you're claiming no dependents, right? So, so that means I get less back, I get less per paycheck.
2: Oh, but I
1: tend to get, you know, yeah, I tend to get um, a larger return. Now, granted, that my wife sense. and I file jointly. Okay. So. Okay. But it's nice. This is my first, one of my first years in a while where I only have one W two to deal with. So that's pretty dope. Good for but, you. Yeah.
2: Me too. Wow well, Yeah. Like one.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: so I, I I've been seeing people complaining about how much they paid in taxes. Now, for those of you listening, if you are in the top one percent, uh, please direct yourselves to our Patreon. And enjoy your mansion. But for the rest of (laughs) us listening and communicating via podcast, understand that the tax code was created in 20... Well, the new tax code. It was renovated, if you will, in 2017. Under the Trump administration, there were tax cuts. Those tax cuts expired. Okay? So they are no longer active for the, they expired in 2021. So your 2022 year, you were going to pay more in taxes. The tax cuts that were given in 2017 were effective for four years, and it brought every single tax bracket down. At the end of those four years, that tax cut expired for all but the highest tax bracket. And the way they were able to take, or pay for that tax bracket reduction long term for the highest bracket was by making sure that the middle and lower class taxes went back up so for those of you listening and you're like well i didn't like donald trump i understand that's fine but if you were a donald trump supporter and you're mad that your taxes went up you really really need to educate yourself on the tax code that said i wish you all a wonderful refund season and i hope you get all the dollars back all of them
1: all of them I would love to get all my dollars back.
2: Yeah. I never realized. I guess it's just because you don't see it. Yeah. I never really looked into W-2s until the last few years. And I'm like, shit, I pay a lot of taxes too. Yeah. Like, I I didn't realize that even being, you know, the middle of the middle class, right? I didn't realize that I was paying a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, I would get a refund every year because my wife is a stay-at-home mom and we have a child, so a dependent. We yeah. own our home. Mm-hmm. So there, you're going to like that. You get a nice little chunk for well, the interest I, paid.
1: Well, yeah, I get a, I get a big one back just for the, the new purchase.
2: Right. You get the new purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably don't have as much interest paid because yeah. it's your
1: first year. Uh, we did buy the house early last year, so I mean at least. Oh, so
2: you'll, you'll have a nice a, chunk. A, a
1: tiny chunk.
2: And then also property taxes. Mm-hmm. So you pay taxes there, and so you get a refund for all those things for home ownership. Forgot about
1: the property tax one. Mm-hmm. Mine went up as soon as I bought the house. Really? Yeah, it's because my wife is on it, and she's fucking hot as hell. Shout out my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dude. I'm. I am a hundred percent energy right I now towards uh, towards making you smile and making you laugh. Yeah, I'll say ridiculous shit. I know.
2: I appreciate. Yeah. It. So, so on that note. Just wanted to be very clear. You're going to have conversations with people about, you know, taxes and stuff like that this mm-hmm. year. And if you know someone that was like really, really pro Trump administration, that's fine. That's great. Be friends with everyone. Uh, and they start bitching about their taxes going up this year. Make sure you let them know Yeah. how to vote in 2024. Yeah. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about it was a brutal week for me. And I I won't talk, I'll talk about as much as I can in the sense that I don't reveal directly where I work. I know a lot of people listening do know where I work um, and not because I'm, you know, for safety reasons. But my views on this show don't represent my company and I want to make that clear distinction.
1: Mm, I should have made that distinction.
2: (laughs) You've brought a ton of great publicity. (laughs) Uh, to to your wonderful restaurant yeah, that we met on. I think everybody knows
1: on. that my views do not reflect the restaurant.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But, you know, corporate and, yeah. and corporate America, it can Absolutely. It, it, it be yeah. like that sometimes. For sure. Uh, with that said, just the tech industry in general right now is going through it, right? We're, mm-hmm. We've basically entered the recession over the last couple of months, and now it's starting to really take hold to certain sectors. And so... It was really difficult this week to face layoffs. Now, thankfully, uh, no one on the Mad Libs podcast was impacted directly by Mm. these layoffs. Mm -hmm. However, it is very, very difficult to see people go through this. Oh, yeah. And I just, you know, some of you listening might work for tech companies and you might have gotten laid off or had friends get laid off. And it's very difficult because you, you truly, you grieve. Oh, for sure. Right. Because what, what, ends what up am I going to do now? Right. You, it, even if you aren't laid off, it's like you lost a, a person in your life. Yeah. Because very rarely are you going to actually stay in touch. Like you say, Oh no, we'll stay in touch mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And it's just one of those things where, you know, your roads diverge and that, You know, divergence really takes you so far apart. You don't stay in touch. Your lives move on and and in different directions, and that's okay. Yeah, it just is very difficult, and and it's it's a grieving process.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast. I know I've kind of brought up the story, but um, I yeah, I I know I brought up the fact that I used to work at a coffee importer and roaster, Mm -hmm. um. And about, it was almost literally a week before Benjamin was born. My oldest child, uh, I was laid off Mm. and people had been getting laid off left and right. I thought maybe that I was immune to it because I'd been there for so long. Um, it was almost eight years, maybe eight years, something like that. Wow. Uh, and I remember the feeling when I got in, um, walked over to my desk and started my day and I was like, this is weird. Like I'm trying to log into the website uh, to check online orders because the girl that I worked with, who actually, ironically, I still keep in touch with, uh, shout out Mary. She doesn't <laughs> listen, but she deserves a shout out because she's a freaking queen. <laughs> she's awesome. Coolest girl. That's awesome. I actually grew up down the street from her. Um, but, um, she was on maternity leave. So I was, you know, I, I took on a whole bunch more tasks while she was gone. I was used to it. It was her third kid at the time, and. Um, I remember sitting down at the desk and I was like, man, why is my login for the back end of the site not working? Like, this is really weird. And so like, I would do reset password and they're like, fuck, why is my email not working? I was like, is the, is the internet, internet down? Like what's going on? And maybe like, I'm like under my desk, like trying to see if something came unplugged. And that's when my, my boss walked in and she's like, Hey, I need to talk to you. And I go, Oh fuck.
2: <laughs> they collect right away. Like you're like, Oh, oh I knew. Oh,
1: I really? knew. Cause there'd been a bunch of people laid off before me and there was people laid off. How many right people
2: after? worked at the company?
1: Uh, well, she had just bought into another roastery, so she bought the roastery that she got her roasting start at. Okay. Um, and it's the student not,
2: becomes the master.
1: Yeah, and I'm not talking poorly, but the business was bleeding cash. Okay. Uh, it was mismanaged. Not not the original roastery. Um, yeah, whatever. Neither here nor there. Okay. Um, and I remember she's like, "Hey, like, listen, I'm really sorry, but um, you know, you're getting laid off." I will say this: She laid off all the men before she laid off any of the any of the women. Good more, for her. Mm, mm-hmm. More power to her. But yeah. I was like, "Do I sue?" <laughs> I'm just kidding. That never crossed. It really never crossed my mind. I had been bartending on the side for a little while, anyways. Like I had probably been in like three months into bartending.
2: Oh yeah, then you were probably like, "I can make a lot of money doing this instead."
1: Well, it was great too, but anyways, um, yeah, I remember that feeling. I remember getting in the car, yeah, and I'm on my way home, and like all the thoughts are crossing my mind, I'm like, "Fuck, how am I gonna afford this car? Fuck, how am I gonna, you know, pay to keep a roof over my head? How am I gonna pay for food? How am I gonna do this? How am oh, I gonna do that? Man. You know what I mean? It all it it comes upon you, and then on in my scenario, it's like, "Fuck, my son is due in a week," and I was like in a panic, and um. You know, I call Anna and honestly, she was a freaking saint about it. She's like, don't worry, you'll land on your feet. She's like, thanks. At least
2: one of us believes it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I had lined up, I had actually uh, lined up other jobs at the time. I was going to go for work, go work for um, an espresso machine company. And that's when Anna had to talk with me about, like, why don't you just be a stay-at-home dad and work nights? I was like, fucking, A, bubba.
2: I know It's funny that You got laid off Right after your son was Or right before your son Mm -hmm. was born I too Got laid off When I was a teacher And first off I'm glad we're both saying laid off Yeah I hate the term let go You're not letting anyone go Yeah they're not saying, hey, can I go somewhere? And you're, yeah, you're letting them go. No. No, you are laying off. You are firing. You are reducing in force, whatever yeah. you want to call it. But do not say it's you're letting someone go.
1: That was a speech that I got. Like, I'm not firing you. I'm just laying you off. And now, granted, like, I was one of the. That's fine. That's better. Oh, son of a mother. It still records, doesn't I it? I know, but I hate it. I just hate that it does that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not even using my phone. Um, But, yeah, that speech, honestly, that, that irked me. Yeah. Um, ironically enough, too, the lady who owned the roastery is my my parents' next-door neighbor. Oh, nice. And so there was probably like a three- or four-year span where they wouldn't talk to her.
2: <laughs> I don't... Hey, you know what? If eggs weren't so expensive, I'd go egg her right now. I love you.
1: I'm getting chickens.
2: I don't blame you.
1: I'm, I'm following through. I'm turning the shed in the backyard into a I, chicken I'm, coop.
2: I'm all for it. I'll bring you eggs. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll make you something. I'm like sell eggs. them on the third-hand market.
1: Dude, I'm going to make you omelets. I know. This
2: is great. <laughs> it makes me feel better about the time I was reduction, of, or RIFT, as I they called it, reduction oh. of force. Go on, though. Tell so, your story. So it was funny because my uh, then girlfriend, now my wife, mm-hmm. was pregnant mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Nora, mm-hmm. and I will God. say it was really cool that the, the principal at the time came to me before any decisions were made. He's like, hey, I know you have a baby on the way. Like, I had announced it. Mm -hmm. three, four weeks before that. Mm -hmm. He comes up to me and he's like, I want you to know that this is the plan of what is likely to happen. And he tells me the plan, which is like, hey, they're going to do this, this, and this, cut this class, which will affect you. And he came to me and he's like, so you can't tell anyone, but we're basically going to do a riff. And it is... About 95% likely you will lose your job. And he's like, I'm telling you now because A, I think you're a great teacher. B, I respect you a lot. And C, I know you have a kid on the way and I want you to have a job before that kid is born. So I respected a great deal. And I went on and I had probably four, so February to June. So like four months left to teach. And I had never taught better. Like I had, I gave no shits Mm -hmm. in the sense that like I told things like it was, you know, I was teaching classes and, and just being so authentic and, you know, there were times where I was probably a little too authentic, Whatever. but it was like, fuck it. Like I can't, (laughs) we're going to fire me now. Cool. Like what's the difference?
1: I wish I would have had warning. out. would have just, you know, the one thing I never really learned how to do, or I learned how to do it, but I never got to was actually roast the coffee that I had to learn on my own by converting a air pop corn popper into an air roaster. Hmm. Um, But if I would have known that I was getting fired, like fuck it, Todd, step aside. I'm roasting today.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, <for laughs> Todd had te- gotten
1: laid off before then, but whatever.
2: For, for teaching, it, it was just different. It was difficult because like I had to teach and then uh, there was this in the back of my mind I was like it's fine like my evaluations were pristine I had right. great reviews I had incredible referrals from colleagues I'm going to find a teaching job no problem and we get to summer and that summer we moved in with my mom so we moved in with my mom yeah we moved in with my mom I think one of my sisters was still there and then we lived with with her for a little while, and I was like, okay, summer. Like, I'm going to yeah, find yeah, a gig. Yeah. You get paid as a teacher throughout the oh, entire yeah. summer, and you keep your benefits. So I was like, this is fine. Everything is fine. Little did I know I was the meme of the dog and the house burning around me. Everything is fine. It was not fine. Um, I had one person reach out to me who I had a great deal of admiration for, Jeff. He actually tunes in from time to time. Hey, Jeff Jeff B. And he was a principal, and mm-hmm. he was like, hey, I got this part-time gig. And I was like, dude, I want to keep teaching, but I can't do part-time. Like, it yeah. just doesn't work. I can't have part-time benefits. That's the key. Right. You know, I got a kid on the way. Yeah. Going to be delivered. Can't have part-time benefits. Right. <sighs> Almost the end of summer is coming, and I had been talking with my cousin. I was going to be like, go be an insurance agent. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I can sell things. Like, For sure. I sold ancient Egypt to sixth graders. Or, no, uh, no, that was my next one. I, I sold, you know, whatever, American government to uh, high schoolers, and, and they were able to, you yeah. know, buy into it and, and care about it. So, what's the difference? I can sell insurance. Right. And then I was supposed to have a call with him on Friday to, like, start firming up the plans. Like, hey, here, yeah. we're going to train you. We're going to do this. Right, and right. Here's how it works. And then Jeff calls me on Thursday. He's like, hey, it's a full time position. I need you to come in and. Uh, get it, and I'm like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sweet. I got a go- I got a job. Now I come in for an interview. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> way different. Mm-hmm. And he told me, and actually, I was supposed to interview with Jeff. So I was like, oh, this will be smooth sailing, and, and I'll I'll be very professional right. and like earn it. I want to earn it. Well, Jeff got into a car accident that day, totally oh. fine, uh, but he was late, so he was he just didn't make the interview. So I mm-hmm. interviewed with the other principal, who yeah. I was not prepared to like. You know, I, I was prepared because I wanted to be professional for for Jeff too, just for the opportunity. And uh, a woman named Jennifer came in, and she was wonderful. I had a great interview with her. I interviewed with two other, three other teachers. One was Mary, and Mary grilled the shit out of me. Okay, grilled me. Come to find out, I end up teaching with her, and she was one of the best teachers I ever worked with. Dope. Incredible human being. Dope. But she wanted to make sure whoever came aboard, her sixth grade team, was going to be the best. Yeah. And so we got along great, but I had that wonderful opportunity. Then I got riffed again. Mm -hmm. And that time, instead of having another kid on the way, I only had one, I just bought a house that year. (laughs) So anytime I have these momentous, like monumental changes in my life, a kid, a house... I lose my job. So I was like, oh, I wonder if Noelle's pregnant. Like layoffs are happening today. If she's pregnant, that means I'm losing my job. <laughs> but going God. back to that situation of, of this week, it was really hard because, you know, we had another thing go on. And I'll talk a little bit about that. But it just caused this hysteria because all of a sudden people stop blocks on their gcals like hey here's a little 15 minute block just pop up out of nowhere and i will say they in my opinion there's no good way to do it right you're you're laying people off right but they try to make it as human humane as possible like they met with the person Mm -hmm. talked with them or whatever well at the same time while that's very great for that one on with that, That's an excellent way to have that one-on-one personal feel to it. It spreads it all out. Yeah. So like now all yeah. of a sudden the rumor mill starts flying and people like might've had just normal meetings scheduled and people right. like, does that mean so-and-so does that mean so-and-so? And it was just like, man, it was so brutal. Yeah. And then, you know, people become not hysterical, but they, they get very paranoid. Yeah. Even if they survive, or if they're not paranoid, they have this like survivor's guilt. Like, uh-huh. I know my friend just got laid off. Like, why yep. didn't I? Like, yeah. what what made me different? You know, and a if lot did, of times it, it, it is because like, oh, you did really well. We, yeah. You know, all the there's a lot of reasons that go into it. But at the end of the day, it is very very difficult to be. It's worse to be on the side that gets laid off. Yeah, but even if you're left, you know, on staff, it can be very difficult because there's just so. So so many complex emotions when you get when you get laid off you're basically just angry, but when you are yeah. left on staff you're 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 paranoid you're angry you're sad you're confused you're like all of these things when I got a reduction of, when I was riffed, dude, I was just angry i was i just wasn't fucking angry
1: yeah i was i but you know what though i don't get angry very often. I was stressed. I wasn't mad. Um, And and maybe that had something to do with, um, and I have a question for you after this. Sure. Um, Maybe it's because, like, at least I knew I had something else going on on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know then what I know now that, like, you put some years into the service industry and, like, I mean...
2: You can do very well.
1: I make a good deal more now Than I did working at the coffee roastery and I did, I loved what I did and I loved most of the people that I worked with. Sure. Um, but the relationship between me and my boss was growing distant. Interesting. Um, and it was for, you know what I mean? I think, I think a lot of it had to do with her financial problems at the time. Um, you know that could be a, a good chunk of it too sure um but like i was never i was never mad i was never pissed off i was stressed a little bit um you know obviously worried about what the future would hold um but um i i, I, I one thing that I've, I've kind of carried with me is like like i I'm, i'm not i even then i wasn't really doing what i went to school for right now i'm not doing what i went to school for and like with every job that I've gotten in between then, since then, all that kind of stuff, I'm always like, okay, cool. Well, as long as I like put my head to the grindstone, make sure I'm saving my money and like take care of what's important. Like I'm going to be okay. I can get a job doing things. Yeah. My question for you is this, say you got laid off, which isn't going to happen because you're a beautiful, amazing angel. (laughs) And your, your eyes are just too sweet. Like if somebody looked into your eyes and tried to fire you, they would, they, like, were, they, they, were, they, they would, actually go up in flames. Okay. They would get fired up, literally. Okay. Okay. Burn to a crisp. Okay. Temperature of the sun. Yeah. Which is like so hot, it's measured in Kelvin, which Kelvin is a super dope. It's so close to Kevin. No, I was just saying because like
2: is in, it is it ironic is it is it coincidence irony or does it just make perfect sense? Just like, fate. That <laughs> Kelvin sounds like Kevin. And yeah. Kevin is hot, so is Kelvin.
1: Yeah, well, Kelvin is very cold too. Zero degrees Kelvin is the time or the temperature at which time stops. I think. Um, anyways, time stops
2: every time I look at Kevin.
1: Goddamn, I love you. Uh, <laughs> it's because my heart's so cold. Um,
2: <laughs> it is cold in the studios tonight.
1: Um, but if you say, say you were to get laid off, yeah. and I'm going to answer the same question. Okay. I know that you'd obviously you'd look for something. Yeah. You definitely would land on your feet. Hopefully, um, some famous person would hire you to like just to be eye candy for them. (laughs) But if you had the opportunity to say, okay, you know, the recession's gone, they bounce back, what if they call you and they say, hey, you know what, really sorry about the laying off, we would love to have you back, would you be interested in in your old position? Would you take it?
2: So, if I hadn't found anything yet, Mm -hmm. and I got to be with my team, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, what I will say is, you know, after the second time I was rift, you were like, oh, well, you know, it's not what I went to school. Like, I wanted to teach. Yeah, since no, I, I understand. A, since I was a junior in high school. Yeah. Like, confirmed. I started. Yeah. I had my philosophy course um, with Mr. Chambers, and he was, like, one of the best teachers I ever had, and he was, like, two years away from retirement, mm-hmm. and he was still, and it wasn't just that he was, like, really charming and, like, super smart. And like knew how to teach. He still put in the work. Like he graded everything, yep. and like wrote messages, yep. and like yep. taught. Like every ounce of him was just teacher. I was like, "That's me. I'm gonna, I want to be that guy." And for seven years, I did everything I could to not only be like him, but be myself, and and just be better. Right? You know, do good, be great. Like it's what I I lived by. And the second time. I was riffed. I had to make a choice, mm-hmm. and that was: do I stay trying to figure out this whole teaching thing? Where at the time I think I was thirty or thirty-one. And it's like you don't get tenured until four or five years. So I'm like thirty-six at best. I might get tenure, but the you know Illinois budget's always fluctuating, and you know they're riffing, and now they can't get enough teachers. But yeah. at the time, it wasn't like that, and I was like. I gotta start thinking about my family. It's not like what do I what what what's my passion? My passion is my kid, and mm-hmm. my my wife, and, you know, who was my my fiance at the time. It's my fiance and my kid. Like this is what I want to do. Oh, that was the other thing. I bought a house and I was getting married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was unemployed while yeah. I married, and you know, That happens. Yeah. So I made that decision to like pivot, and people have often asked, like, "Would you go back to teaching?" And the answer is absolutely not.
1: Nope, because you wouldn't have met me.
2: Well, yeah. That and even no, yeah. now that I, I'm know so, you.
1: I'm dude, I'm fucking ecstatic that you got riffed. Yeah, <laughs> I have never been happier about someone getting fucking fired. Like so, that is the best fucking. What what, 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 can I, can, can you say the name of the school? Yeah, it was uh, Giles. Fucking, thank you so much, Giles. Yeah, James Giles. James and, Giles, and, you and are yours. king amongst. There, there oh, are still peasants. some,
2: there's still some um, incredible teachers. There were yeah. some that did get riffed and came back. Really? And, I, and one is a guy named Todd, just yeah. an incredible English teacher. And you know what I also found, and not to digress too much, we'll get back to it and I'll let you answer your question. No, you're fine. Uh, Mary, who I mentioned, and mm-hmm. another man, Todd, and another man, Jim. Mm-hmm. These were all people who started out in different careers. Yeah. Like Mary was a stay-at-home mother. Who decided, and you know, once her kids were grown up, what did she want to do with her life? Yeah. And she wanted to teach. Jim yeah. was, he did like some sales, he did some trades work, he worked in a factory. And then he's like, Yeah, I want to get out of this factory. And he went and right. became a teacher. And you know, Todd, I don't know what the fuck he was doing before, but he became a teacher late <laughs> in her yeah. life. He was like in his 40s. And all these people who chose to be teachers in their second life, were some of the most incredible yeah. human beings and teachers I'd ever met. Yeah. And I I knew some great young teachers. Yeah. But it man, God, it it, it just it reawakened my own uh, passion for teaching when I worked with them. I was just like, man, this is it. Like and then I got riffed and I was like, I'll never go back.
1: Follow up question. Okay. About teachers.
2: Well, hold on. To just go back, I would go back to my team now. Yeah, Um, that's the thing the team that I manage so I'm a manager so I get that that teaching feel where I'm communicating all the time and helping people grow and develop goals and hit those goals and when we miss like where did we miss how do we fix this and it's a lot of problem solving it's like oh this is and I lead people like I lead them I lead them in a different way than most people lead like I lead with empathy and I like to lead from behind like I want them to feel like they're doing things Lead from behind. Yeah. You're thinking about our text message earlier. Anyways, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So if I were to get like laid off and like six months later I didn't have a job, hopefully I would, then I, yeah, I would I yeah. would go back and I, and I appreciate, I like the company I work for and all that. So, yeah. okay, now go ahead.
1: Okay, follow-up question. First of all, I was going to ask, since I was going to ask a question about teaching, I don't know how we've made it 34 minutes without mentioning the fact that both of our children – uh, just led the pledge of allegiance at yeah. the the village school or not the village, but the school board meeting, district 300 school board meeting. Yeah. it was, um, cool.
2: It was cool that we both got to do that.
1: I know. I, uh, you know what? I've, I got very close to posting a picture of my child for the first time. You should have. I don't do that. Yeah, that's fair. It's I don't. I never you don't want the free likes. Mm-mm.
2: It's a nice little dopamine Mm-mm. hit, man. Mm-mm. That hit a dopamine.
1: Nah, I'm, I'm all right. Okay. Seeing my son up there in his fucking bow tie and his cardigan. Yeah, dude. Like your that's, your, that's your all son was do- dressed. That's the the only dopamine hit I need. Dressed to impress. Yeah, I mean, he is cute. If you guys, if you guys know me personally, um, stop by the restaurant. I'll show you the picture. It's fucking adorable. Yeah. It was um, great. But anyways, my follow up question was this, um, because I was thinking about teachers and what they have to go through, and then I thought about how great Ben's teacher is. Yeah. I could, I mean, I could not say there's not enough nice words in the English language to define what she does and how well she does it, um, and how she, how great she is to my son. Um, and so, uh, and I've, I've had a couple of, of opportunities when I, you know, volunteered for field trips or volunteered to help in the classroom where I got to like watch her teach and watch the way that she interacts with the children. And I'm telling you right now, yeah, how she does it, I don't fucking know, yeah. but I think it has to do something with, and this is not me, um you know calling her out or knocking down when she does but like i'm sure some of it has to do with going home and having a drink after after yeah, work for okay. sure yeah so then i was going to ask you like cuz i i mean that's kindergarten and that's rough but they don't get much better as they get older you know what i mean like <laughs> so like was is that like like you get off cuz like i'll be honest i'm not going to name any names or name any schools but i definitely see a lot of teachers yeah. at blue root so i'll say this
2: you know the te- <laughs> I'll take a step back even further. So when I was a, stu- a student teacher, I was a social studies student teacher with some in- an incredible department at a West, Subur- West Suburban school. And that social studies department, great people, hard workers. That just re- Well, I went out with them one time, and I had never known how much teachers drank or could drink. But boy, did they put it down, and it got fucking
1: rowdy. Anyways who do you think could drink more lawyers teachers or service industry workers service industry
2: yeah <laughs> service industry teachers then lawyers i think it's mm. i think it's kind of surprising i think there might be some i think there might well i'm not going to make that presumption that there's more alcoholics in the law but no i think that there's more alcoholics
1: in the service industry uh, yeah that's the most for sure 100% for sure. I would say 90, 96% are like functioning <laughs> high-functioning alcoholics. It could be. It could be. I wouldn't put it. And that's that's not knocking people in the service industry. You're just surrounded by it. It's, well, it's, it's accessibility. Not it's, it's, it's stress. It's, it's similar to teaching the way that you are constantly surrounded by people and you have to act a certain way. Yes. And you can't always speak your mind. Correct. I will say, so I think you were asking
2: about, you know, my drinking habits when I was a teacher? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. No, not you personally. I was just like, I wanted, oh. I wanted the inside scoop. Well, it was, it was it was, also fun
2: because my last year teaching at the high school, and so you had mentioned like, oh, they don't, they don't want to get tougher with age, and that's true. The great thing about high school mm-hmm. was when you hit a home run, yeah. right, with like you had a great lesson or you were really connecting with the kids, you felt it and you knew it. Yeah. Like they, they would like... Or at the end of the school year, they'd be like, Mr. A, like, you changed my life. like Or you're, you you had a huge impact mm-hmm. on me. Like, they could verbalize and communicate that. I've had
1: some people say that to me after I served them a bunch of drinks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that moment that I would have at the end of the year with some of my students still impacts me to this yeah. oh, day. Oh, yeah, right? man. Oh, yeah. And so... There's I, those certain things that stick with you through life. And, and I always will. At the middle school level, they're not quite as adept at verbalizing. they oh. might. Mr. A, you were the coolest teacher ever. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't need to be cool. I want to feel like I made an impact, and yeah. I think, and you know, you did. But like, the impact you leave on a middle school is so much more important because you yeah. can change the tra- the trajectory yeah. going into high school, which you know can launch them further, mm-hmm. right? So it's very interesting. But to go back to the drinking thing, the last year I was at the high school, I lived in a house with three other male teachers. Nice. My girlfriend, who is now my wife at the time, also ended up moving in. So it was, it was four guys and my then girlfriend living mm-hmm. in this house. And it was the coolest thing because we all loved teaching. Like, mm-hmm. I kid you not, Kev, we would sit around and on a Friday. So I never drank on school nights. ever. Mm-hmm. Oh. they would drink from time to time on school nights. I didn't have a single drip. Yeah. But man, on a Friday or Saturday when we all decide like, hey, we're going to have some drinks tonight and like, mm-hmm. you know, get a couple bottles and, you know, some mixers and just go to town. But we and we would find ourselves at 1:30 in the morning drunk as shit talking about lesson plans and nice. different techniques yeah. and like methodology of teaching. We were just so in it and it just was like this perfect moment in my teaching yeah. career where I was just like it was all about teaching. Yeah. It was all about the camaraderie of the of the staff and like these young teachers who were ambitious, and wanted to change the world. And so we would sit there and just and you know some of my former students might be listening, like that's what it was. Like we sat around on a Friday night getting drunk, talking about teaching, and that's how it. That's how invested we were.
1: Isn't that? that it's so funny how that is. There's a there's a really good um, gentleman on YouTube. Um, him and his wife actually do it. She's, she, she films and he acts it in it. And I've sent you a couple of his clips where he, he kind of, um, he worked in the service industry industry for a very long oh, time. Oh, is
2: he the one that like dresses up as different characters? As different characters. characters. Like the yeah. Waiter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like a lot of his characters, he just did a, a video and he kind of explained where he got the ideas for a lot of his characters, but he's worked at high end. He's worked, worked at like hole in the walls. He's worked at corporate. He's worked at independently owned. He was in the industry for a long time until he basically hit it big on YouTube during COVID Mm -hmm. and um, he has one where it's like, and it's perfect. And it it relates to actually both of us in this scenario where it's like, um, where you have that moment for you on a Friday night for me, probably more on like a Saturday, um, you know, when I have Sunday off where everyone's like, Hey, let's fucking go out. Mm -hmm. Let's get a couple of drinks, which in, especially in the service industry, Um, well, actually it's not the service industry. It's the Midwest. Um, (laughs) in the Midwest, when somebody says, let's go out for, you know, let's go out for a drink. It means two. Yeah. If you say, let's go out for a couple, you're having four to five. Yeah. If you say, let's go have, you know, um, you know, I don't know where it goes from there, but whatever. So, um, but you'll say, oh, we're going to have, let's, let's go out and just, you know, have a couple drinks and, um, you know, and, and and fuck it. We're not talking about the night. We're not talking about anything that happened today at work. You know, fuck this, fuck that, fuck everything. It's always fuck everything. Yeah. Um. And then you go down and you take that glorious like seat. And on a Saturday when I've been at it for fucking seventeen hours, it feels like sitting on the fucking throne. Yeah. Um. And then you get that first drink <laughs> and you're like, oh god, this is great. This is my god, this is what it's like to be served. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. And then instantly one person turns to the other like, dude, did you fucking see that guy at table 42? What <laughs> the fuck is this? Well done steak. Like, <laughs> so and true. Like, oh, and I know in the fucking kitchen or the, the bartender or like the fucking this server. Jesus Christ was she was in a bad mood. Yeah, like, Yeah. Yeah. You I start, start like, recapping it. Oh, I, don't I guess we're not getting the uh, no work talk thing. Yeah. <laughs> No that's true, <laughs> but no it's i mean it's absolutely perfect um you know what i mean it fits is what you were saying like yeah you know either you are at one a m drunk as a skunk um as compared to sober as a gopher um it's from an e forty song he's a uh, big out in the bay area um so i'll
2: i i also before i forget mm-hmm. I want to continue, and, and I appreciate everyone listening. I, You know, I always thought this podcast could kind of also turn into, like, a support system for people. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you have a, a problem, and you want to, like, get the Mad Libs view on it? Like, send it our way. Relationship issue. Or, mm-hmm. you know, how do I deal with this job issue? Or whatever.
1: Here's a solution to your relationship yeah. issue. She's always right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So, unfortunately, I never say that. Uh, Not that she's never right, but I I don't always. I got you. And I'm just being facetious anyways. Go on. So, I was like, I always thought that the podcast would be that for other people, but I'm going to kind of use it for, for myself for a moment. And I won't say names, but before the layoffs, I had a colleague have a major medical issue. And I don't know if I'll ever get to work with that person again. But it was really, really hard to just one day not see them there anymore. Mm -hmm. And like layoffs are one thing. You're like, ah, that's just business. But to be like, ah, I hope I see them again. But I don't know if I will. And for a moment to just be like, you know, it was a younger person, mm-hmm. you know, um I I shouldn't say too young, I mean they were my age. That's they young. were they were yeah, they were healthy and, and and then all of a sudden they had a medical complication and, and it was an immediate one and I don't know if I'll ever see them again. And it was just really, really difficult. Now I'll say this I had some moments with some people and it just really touched me that the capacity for love. And while you're in this corporate environment and you're working for, you know, a big corporation, Mm -hmm. you can still find people that you connect with on a, on a much deeper level. And that's why I think, you know, layoffs hit hard is because you make these incredible connections. But I was talking with someone uh, close to the situation and, and I worked pretty closely with this colleague and we're just kind of talking about it and, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I made I made an inappropriate joke, and they did, and we laughed, and, you know, kind of like how I, you know, make the light of some of the most traumatic situations in my own life. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's how I kind of reason with trauma, is like I make jokes. Right. But I was sitting on the train home, and I was thinking, and then I, 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 shot, I shot him a text, and I said, hey, man. You're doing a really good job handling this and i said and I, this might be this might just come off stupid but i said there are no good days or bad days there's just days and you have some good or bad in them and sometimes you have more good in them and sometimes you have more bad in them but they're just days and at the end of it, there's always more good to be had. Like you can always have that last moment of the day that be that's good. Mm-hmm. And so like the reason I say there's no good or bad days is like if you say, oh, it was a bad day, you're losing some of that silver lining. Oh, certainly. And if you say it's a good day, you're not taking some of the lessons you might have learned. Right. Like the bad moments. So to say it's a good day or bad day, I think discounts a lot of the day. And it's just a day that has so many moments wrapped up in it—the good and the bad—that it's just per- it's it's perfectly okay to acknowledge. Like it was a day, yeah. and today kind of sucked, but it wasn't a bad day. Like I had that moment of levity, in it or, or right now I'm sitting mm-hmm. here podcasting. That's you know, accurate. With with like just an incredible human being. He's talking about himself. Yeah. And- <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here podcasting with you, an incredible human being, to some incredible listeners mm-hmm. who tune in, you know, weekly, sometimes twice a week. Sometimes they catch every single episode and give us feedback and talk and tell other people about us and do all these things. And so to say, like, today was a bad day after dealing with all the shit that we had and really kind of processing those emotions... It really doesn't do a service to the good that's happened. Like sitting here on this podcast, talking to you, the listener, right now, and ha- and and you affording us the platform to keep talking to you, yeah. Like that's a good fucking part of my day.
1: I I think that's a uh, a wonderful way of looking at it. Honestly, um, I don't want to discount that. I am going to make a joke, but I wanted to say that first. Okay. <laughs> and okay. I think that the way that I handled that was really really it, it, well it was. executed. It, it was. Uh, I I live my life by the Ice Cube method. Oh, okay. First of all, lesson one, you will never have as good of a day as Ice Cube did during that song, with everything that was going on in that song. um, And two, it's always a good day if you don't have to get the AK off the shelf. Okay. Okay. (laughs) fair that is um, a it's such I I know it's a shitty pick but that's probably even though it's one of his most popular songs that's probably my favorite song for okay. Um, actually it's it's top two it's between that and um, when Natural Born Killers the movie came out mm-hmm. him and Dr. Dre did the like the main song for it and okay. that song is fucking dope it's raunchy as fuck but like I,
2: I remember it. Natural Born Killers I'm not clicking on the song just off of me we'll, we'll listen to it yeah, it's good. Um, I, 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 I just, it made me think. And, and I think that's, I'm not one of those people that's very spiritual. Mm-hmm. But I think there is so much to be learned in like the most traumatic moments of your life. And, and not even that this was the most traumatic moment in my life. But right. There's a lot going on. And it was just like, man, I, I, I won't forget. And I even, I even took tomorrow off. I don't take many days off. Sick. And I took tomorrow off. We
1: should be having a drink right now.
2: I know. And I got. I, I, I sat down on the train and I just like deep exhale. And, you know, I had to get to my, my daughter's basketball practice and I made them run probably a little extra just for my own satisfaction. But I, I just thought long and hard about that. And I, and I hope that maybe that message resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't, but... Mm-hmm you know, the idea that there's no good or bad days, there's just days and good stuff happens and bad stuff happens. And I hate to label it as one way or the other. So it's not to discount it. Like even on the good days, like I don't want to label those because I had moments where there was struggle or something and I can learn from that. But I definitely don't want to label things bad days because as I said, I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm listening to uh, one of my closest friends in the world talk and that's, that's a good fucking experience. And so if you're, if you're out there having a week, a, a month or even the year as uh, the Rembrandts would say, you know, think of all the good and the bad that's been going on and just try to process it. But understand like just the experience yeah, is, is just so it's, it's incredible.
1: You know, my little brother used to always make a joke. Um, You know, started it. It started as a joke, um, and then, but like, it kind of resonated with me. Yeah, I've had this happen a couple of times in life, and I always enjoy when it does. Um, But you know, when something bad would happen, he'd always say, "Like, well, at least you're not working in the salt mines in Africa in your underwear." That is, you know what I mean? Like
2: that is imagery. What? That is imagery. Oh, dude, I I am picturing that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean. I know you. You love picturing me in my underwear around salt.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> like I said, not holding back tonight, no, baby. No. Please enjoy. Um, but no, like, and it's not a matter of like things could always be worse. It's a matter of like being appreciative for what you have. Yeah. In the moment. Um. And I, it, listen, like this is not me preaching, saying that oh, it's just so fucking easy. Whereas I think maybe it is that easy for my dad. My dad, um, I've told you this. My dad, like my favorite thing that he says is if somebody's doing something to piss him off or if somebody does something wrong or if somebody does something mean, it's just, well, you know, fuck him. You know, fuck him. Yeah. And that's a big, that's like a big union thing because he was a teamster for a long time. Well, fuck. Ah, fuck him. Fuck him, Kev. <laughs> I'm like,
2: all right. This is going to be uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My dad is as cool as a fucking cucumber. Yeah, he's... Always. He's
2: he's, he's the salt of the earth right now.
1: I've seen him get upset one time, and it was at my older sister, and he knocked her door down, and it was fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Like, like, without it, it zero effort, too. Like, straight up, just like, lethal weapon, fucking stood up straight, and like, one leg fucking kick. Boom. Door's down. He would have been great at demolition. (laughs) Dad, you picked the wrong line of work.
2: Yeah, you're too busy building stuff. You should have been (laughs) knocking stuff down.
1: Who's that? Oh, that's Jeff. What does he do? Well, when we demoed the building, he gets all the doors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's so fast. He does a a week's worth of work in a day.
1: Um, Yeah. All we have to do is play his daughter calling his wife the (laughs) C-word. She was in high school. She was going through a rough time.
2: I I have nothing but my, respect my, and admiration my sister's for amazing, sister. but the story is great. Just a, she's. Yeah, I thanked her.
1: I good, thanked though. her the other day <laughs> for that. Actually, it was a couple weeks ago. I was like, hey, remember when you called mom the c word? And she Whoa. goes, "Cav." I go, "I just want to thank you for that experience." <laughs>
2: Oh, that is good. I'm gonna thank her for it. I'm gonna, next <laughs> time I, see her. oh my
1: god, she would laugh. I'm I'm oh, gonna see her and I'm she gonna be would like, cry.
2: Hey, you remember that time? Thanks that you called me. It-, it, it, <laughs> it made it made a really really <laughs> tough week a lot better. See, see, it, oh, so a lot good, of people man. would say today is a bad day. Like no, if if they were in no. my shoes, but no, today's a day. Yeah, and this is a good moment yeah. in that day.
1: God. I love I love being a part of a big family. Yeah. It's dope as fuck.
2: Yeah, you have you have some incredible moments. Yeah.
1: Yeah. First person first rich person to go on Patreon and donate a million dollars to the podcast gets to spend Christmas with my family and see how cool they are. And I guess we'll have you on the podcast Speaking of which, George Santos has not gotten back to us. What the fuck?
2: He's 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 still in the thick of it. He's still in the thick of it.
1: He, at he least, just, he at just, least, continue on your path of lies and just say you're going to come and don't. He,
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny. He he, uh, put up a POW uh, flag outside mm-hmm. his office. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, was he a POW in Vietnam? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Was he was he in the same uh, jail cell as uh, John McCain?
1: You know, probably, dude. I have heard that. I have heard that. There was another one that just came out about him. I don't remember what it was because it's hard to keep track at this point. You got to get a fucking, you know, like a Venn diagram with like lies, truths, and who it, knows. It's it's getting to the point. Do you remember? It
2: was probably about two years into the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. And you're like, is this an Onion article or is this real? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're, we're getting to Santos really onion. It's like, wait. Like the whole drag thing, I'm like, oh god, is this a? Yeah. And it's like, oh no, once again, very supportive of the drag community. Mm-hmm. Love the drag community. Just don't like that George Santos lies about who he is and is, you know, all that. Yeah. Um, I, I I keep waiting for the next shoe to drop. Like, wh-
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> did he? Was he the one that actually blew up the Death Star? I don't know.
1: I think he's gonna come out next. Um, and do a pre- press conference about how he was assassinated by the Brazilian government. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, you're standing right there. No, 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 I, I pre-recorded this. I'm a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday's episode of the Bad, Mad Libs podcast, Brian and I are going to come up with fun things that George Santos can say. Oh, I love
2: it. You're going to come up with fun other things. You you've uh, really dove in deep to the whole Santos thing. Like, it just I, bring, like I, I, can, I said it brings me so much joy. I can find anything that is making fun of Santos and I send it to Kevin. He's like, this is great. Oh, this is great. What was
1: the, the, you sent me the Elvis one? He's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this just in. oh
2: after Lisa Marie uh, Lisa yeah, Marie yeah. Presley died, so it, now well, Elvis a, is
1: only surviving <laughs> like kin. <a> yeah,
2: <laughs> I sent you another one too, didn't I?
1: Hold on. Uh, I know for a fact you did. Uh, it was a TikTok.
2: Oh, was it a TikTok?
1: It was one of them, one of them ticker talkers. Yeah. Good luck finding that take the the specific TikTok.
2: Yeah, I sent one, <laughs> dude. Between <laughs> you and my wife, I sent. I I think I could single handedly keep TikTok alive with how often mm. I send all of you TikToks. Oh, it was this guy. Wait, no. Why is it jumping around like that? No. Is this even? Yeah, this guy. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: it's out of my Or to just do it just go for it. it doesn't matter like if you're sitting on LinkedIn which somehow has become a website where just like senior vice presidents like to post blogs like you gotta wake up at 4.30 to be, it's like shut the hell up dude but if you're on LinkedIn and you're trying to apply for something and it's like five years of experience and $35,000 salary, and you're like, it's hell on there. So maybe go to Indeed.com, which is also like the devil's playground, because you got to upload your resume, and then you, they're like, can you type that in again in a box? And you're like, sure. And they're like, we're going to add another box. You can type the other part. And you're like, oh, no. And then you have to write a cover letter. And it's like, if they ask you for a cover letter in 2023, you just got to ask yourself the same question that federal prosecutors and myself are asking, which is, what would George Santos do? And it's kind of like, you know, don't, don't commit a crime but you know tell some tall tales we have a little narrative fiction just just kind of say whatever you want because there's a man that committed fraud in brazil and he can write and vote on laws in america so don't sell yourself short put me as a reference i'll answer any phone number i don't recognize and i'll be like yeah mark is great at slack uh we can do this guys good luck this year get those jobs
2: (laughs) so i i love that just because it's like hey man this guy you know don't 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 commit any crimes, but like tell some tall tales. Yeah. you know, and crazy you can narratives. Be writing, you can be writing and voting on laws, and I'm like, aspirations. I have goals now. Yeah, God, he should be a campaign manager. I, I, I think you would be a great campaign manager,
1: dude. Uh, we will not be using the Santos method. No. <laughs> No The
2: Santos method Oh how does an hour go by like that It just flies And it wasn't Necessarily the easiest week But it was the easiest hour I've had Dude And so Thanks mm-hmm. Kev and, and the Mad Libs community Thanks for Thanks for always tuning in with us And hopefully we Always keep providing you content To tune into And You know for the people Like uh, Adam Who are uh, Kind enough to not only listen But you know give us some feedback And Yeah Correct us. You know, I knew we were wrong. I was like, ah, I don't know what I can't remember. Wick and food stamps. No, nope, it was Snap. And so mm-hmm. thank you for that. But mostly thank you for listening and, and spreading the word and helping us build this Mad libs community. We're we're super thankful for you and getting
1: through this week. Yeah. I'm yeah. thankful for you. Yeah. On that note, do good. Be great. Love you. Love you guys. All right, man. I still don't get it why you have to hold my hand through the whole podcast. <laughs>
0: Uh, into the back. we the Misfits. How you gonna react? We in the edge. We ain't get no sleep. Break the rules. Can't stay on beat. Making moves. Running through the streets. A to Z. Follow my lead. Saints ain't the status quo. This is rock and roll. This is God Now This is Bye Bye Tata. Audio. This is all or none. This is all I know. This that I don't know. We try and go. I don't even know. I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends. Try and hit the road. Try and catch a wave. Gotta see my soul. Woo. Thought I was gone, but I'm back. Just break out